0: So by the mercies of God on tonight, we're we're going to look at every human being on the face of this earth. God has given a cultivating ministry. You are called to cultivate. And so if we look at a Bible reference, a reference to the word of God, it will be found in Genesis, the second chapter, verse number five. I'm going to read it for you. It says, when no bush of the field was yet in the land, and no small plant of the field had yet sprung up, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the land, and there was no man to work the ground. Literally, God did not cause the earth to bring forth because there was nobody to take care of it. And so once he created Adam, he created somebody to take care of the earth, he, to take care of what would grow out of the ground. Then the Bible says, he planted a garden eastward in Eden. And there, what happened is, is God made everything that the earth was pregnant with, he made it bring forth. He caused it to bring forth. Why? Because there was someone to watch over it. There was someone to cultivate it. The word cultivate means this. It means prepare and use land for crops or gardening. And so as long as there was nobody to prepare or to use the land, God said, I'm not going to let anything grow out of the land. But once he created Adam and then he created Eve, we planted a garden eastward in Eden and he made the he made it the earth bring forth. He told the earth, now you can bring forth because there's somebody here to use it. There's somebody here that will take care of it, that will prepare it, that will cultivate it. And, sir, if you look at the word cultivate, the base word of the word cultivate or cultivation or cultivating is the word cult. The word cult means to grow. That's that's what it means. It means to grow. And now, if you look at the the ending of the word eight, so grow eight. Meaning that in my life, if I have the ministry of cultivation, if I'm supposed to make things grow out of my life, I have to be able to eat what grows from my life. If I am to cultivate, I have to eat what I grow. And so what are you growing out of your life? That becomes the key question that you got to ask yourself. What am I growing out of my life? Can I eat from my life what I'm growing? I am a cultivator. I cultivate. I'm in the ministry of cultivation. I have a cultivating ministry. I make things grow. Can you eat what you grow? And if it's coming out of your life, if it's coming out of your giftings, your calling, your potential, if it's growing out of the life that God has given you, can you eat it? If you can't eat it, then you need to go back and you need to grow what you can eat from your own life. You must sustain yourself. When it comes down to you doing your vision, when it comes down to you doing your dream, when it comes down to you bringing forth the potential in your life, you have to sustain yourself in order for it to get done. Why? Because it's going to be difficult. It's hard. Not everybody is going to see it like you see it. Not everybody is going to want to do it the way you're you're called to do it. And so you got to encourage yourself. David said, "When I had nobody else around me to encourage me, I encouraged myself in God. Because there comes a time in everyone's life when you're doing something, when you're doing something big, when you're doing something life changing. Is there comes a lot of times in your life where you will be walking by yourself, you will be walking all alone, and that's when you gotta be able." To eat what comes from your life. Not only should you be able to eat what comes from your life, others should be able to eat what comes from your life. If you're really a cultivator, if you really have a cultivating ministry, and all of us do, all of us that know God, all of us that understand the things of God, all of us have a cultivating ministry in our life. Every one of us make things grow to such a degree that, We make the earth grow richer as we give to it, as we feed it, as we add to it. We make the earth richer. You make people's lives richer as you add to their life, as you add to them, as you cause them to grow. So what is that telling you? That's telling you. That the vision that God has given you, that the dream that God has given you, it is bigger than you. It's greater than you. If your vision only includes you, then your vision is too small. If your dream only includes you, then your dream is too small. It must be able to encompass the lives of others. If it can change the lives of others, then you have the right kind of dream. You have the right kind of vision. I heard a man who is a tremendous visionary and it was Bishop T.D. Jakes. I believe he's a really wonderful visionary. He said literally his vision and his dream scared him and terrified him. He didn't know how he was going to do it. He didn't know how he was going to get it done. But one step at a time, one rung at a time, God started putting people around him as he started making steps towards it, as he started walking towards it. God started downloading more and more information about how he could get it done, about how he can make it happen, about the people that he needed to help him to get it done, to make it happen. But he only got a download information as he took steps forward toward the dream, towards his vision, then he would get a new download. He would get another download of information. As he kept moving forward, he would get another download of information. Some of us are trying to exist and trying to operate on old information. You need a new download. The reason why you haven't got a new download is because you're not making any more steps. You're stuck on step number two and God is saying, move on to step number three. But some of us, we're scared of step number three, but you got to keep moving. You got to keep going. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, sound mind. And if you keep moving, God will give you a new download of information. All of us need new information every day. And every morning we make up and every morning that God gives us the ability to rise up with our health and strength, with our the activities of our limbs, meaning we're able to move around, we're able to get around. It's one more day that we can go after our vision. It's one more day that we can go after our dream. It's one more day that we can make it happen. It's one more day. It takes hard work and anything worth Having is worth fighting for. You're going to have to fight for it. Nobody is going to give it to you. You got to fight for it. The enemy ain't going to let you just have it. Do you actually think the devil is going to just let you have it? He ain't let nobody have anything that's going to bring damage to his kingdom. He's going to fight you. Tooth and nail for it. So since he's going to fight you for it, you might as well get ready for the battle, get ready for the warfare, get ready for the fight, and say to yourself, I'm not going to give up, I'm going to persevere, I'm going to keep moving forward. Crying, I'm going to keep moving forward. Out of breath, I'm going to keep moving forward. Wanting to give up. I'm wanting to I'm going to keep moving forward. It was an amazing thing. It was years ago. I heard a man preach a word of God. He called it the benefit of giving up, meaning that it was a tremendous benefit to think about giving up, even knew he wasn't going to give up. He said it blessed him to think about giving up, throwing in the towel, saying it was too hard, saying I couldn't make it. He was like, man, I was thinking about it, but I knew I wasn't going to do it. But it was just blessing me just to think I could give up. I could let it go. (laughs) It was the first time I ever heard anyone talk about giving up in a positive light and saying, hey, you can think about it even though you know you ain't going to do it. You know you ain't going to quit. You know you ain't going to give up. You know you're going to keep moving forward. You know you're going to keep going after it. But it was a cool thing to think about. And so what I'm telling all of you is that it's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. If you set your mind to it's going to be difficult to deep my dream. It's going to be hard. It's going to take a lot of work. But I can see the finish line. Even if I can't see it naturally. I can see it by faith in my own life. I can look out. And see the finish line. The finish line is there for me. My dream has taken place. My vision has come to pass. People's lives are changing. People around me are being blessed by my vision. They're being blessed by my dream. Good God, coming out of everywhere. It is working. It is happening. You have to see it by faith. Move out by faith. Why? Because you have a cultivating ministry. You make things grow. Everything about you, all of your potential, all of your giftings, all of your callings, everything in you, it makes things grow. Understand, remember that you, you have a cultivating ministry. You make things grow. You have the ability to maximize everything. Thing in your life, take it to the highest level possible. Don't accept mediocrity. Anybody can be mediocre. It takes great people to be great, and you are a great person. Remember, this is Pastor Henry Owens. We are giving answers, godly, biblical answers to the hard questions of life be blessed Merry Christmas to all of you we love you the world said we wasn't gonna make it through this pandemic the amazing thing is 2020 it's been a different kind of year but we're still here and if you're still here that means God got something for you to do and since God got something for you to do I'm telling you, go after it. Go after it 150%. Merry Christmas. Be blessed.